Saturday, August 29th, 7.45 p.m. Central, in the Snark Cave. get them to kill each other. Join both Taylor and Hugh in the Snark Cave as they go head to head. It rises. With the two greatest forces of nature ever seen in a sci-fi original film. Look into its eyes. Don't miss this epic event. Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. Holy! Get all the details at SaturdayNightInTheSnarkCave.com. How can you see that book? It's black dark out here. I read as we reach each lamppost. Isn't that bad for your eyes? Nonsense. Hey, look at that! Where? Up ahead, where those two paths join. Something glittery. What do I care? Niselion me on thea theod theganas et witten theat ik of theus perdi feren willi. A blue belt. I once won one of those huge buckles in a roping contest. I was the best healer in my county. You have medical training. No, not a healer, a, a healer. <sighs> See, first the header runs down the pin, then... Forget I mentioned it. This belt fits just right. Hey, there's a light up ahead. Of course there is. We're nearly back to the college now. How you persuaded me to take Addison's walk at dusk? It's some sort of cottage. <laughs> Thatched roof and all. How do they do that? Hang it all. Why is it built in the middle of the pathway? I wasn't there a few hours ago. You can't go inside willy-nilly. Why not? No one seems to be about. Other than her. Blimey, she must be at least 20 feet tall. Broken Sea Audio Productions presents Maudland, Series 2, Episode 8, Night Terror. Hello up there, ma'am. Sorry to barge in like this. Use the light light for a man flesh. Uh, thank you, ma'am. Is this your cottage? Lovely decor. Nobody's ever said that before. I can see why. This makes the arts and crafts movement look ornate. Arts and crafts movement? The reaction to industrialization, emphasizing simple handcrafting. Uh, enough lecture. You're a fine looking man flesh. Um, Westbrook? I think she might be, uh, troll. Really? I've always wanted to meet one. I don't fancy being the main course, thanks. Don't worry. I never eat in courses. Don't be such a wet blanket, Worsley. You there. Fetch wood for a fire. The night's growing icy. She's going to bake us. I'll do no such thing. Oh. <laughs> Man flesh is best fried or roasted. <laughs> Westbrook. <laughs> I think she was joking, mate. Now, handsome one. <laughs> we do not need the other lad. You don't want me? I'm stringy and don't compliment most spices. I merely require a slave. You 
need not fear. There are many unpleasant tasks that I'm not keen on, and you'll do nicely. Pleasant to look upon for a man flesh. Sorry, I have a translation to be getting on with, but if it is completed with an allotment of time brief enough to suit your requirements, I shall, of course, return. Do not jest with me, knave. I'm back. Gracious, Westbrook, what did you do? Pick up an entire tree? Yeah, there was one down from the storm last week. Funny thing, though, it didn't seem heavy at all. It must be chopped first to be of any use. With what? Fair one. Fetch my ex. Fair one? I'll have you know... Your hair is lighter than any I've seen afore. Oh, that... Even I have trouble lifting me axe. Twas my late husband's. Fifty feet high he was, and stronger than twelve balls. Allow me. No problem. How did you manage that? Light as a feather. We must rid ourselves of that lad. If he turns against me... I'm not helping you betray Westbrook. Then you become my midnight respite. No, I'll not do it. I don't care if you broil me. I could snap your scrawny neck with two fingers. All I ask is that you do me the smallest little favour. Did you hear something? Your heart is beating with fear. And now obedience to me. I assure you... Wait! She's gone! I can't see! <laughs> Relax! We went from a torchlit cottage to pitch black woods. Give your eyes time to adjust. Of course. Quite. Come along, there's a lamppost up ahead. I can't see ten yards. About so late. The library closed hours ago. Don't remind me. Good evening, Professor. He's in rather a mood. Well, a troll did threaten to eat him, though I don't think she'd have gone through with it. Hmm. I'd better be off. Morning lecture and all that. Good evening. Night, Professor. belt again. I think I'll put it on, though it'll probably vanish like before. Sure made me feel strong earlier. Sounds like somebody's under the weather. Hello? Hello? Is that you? Help me or I shall die. I shall die indeed. Sure, just don't ask me to climb on your shoulders. Huh? Never mind, bad experience. You must fetch me milk of a lion, or I shall perish before this hour is up. Sis Tuck, man, where am I supposed to find lion's milk? There ain't a zoo around here. Take this key. 
and open the gate in yonder wall. Hurry! I got it. Hang tight. <laughs> Those lions will tear him to pieces. little kitties. Oh, there. Rope. Perfect. Come and get it. Around to the side and... This here belt, I think I can best you. Anyone else? Oh, so now you're friendly. <laughs> Never thought my roping skills would come in handy again. Haven't done that since Transvaal. So, you survived. But not from me. Hey, stop, lions! Leave her alone! She's gone. I hope those beasts don't rip her apart. Westbrook, old boy. Worsley came into my room's blithering about a troll. Are you quite well? Sure am. Oh, the belt's gone again. What are you on about? I found this shiny blue belt, see, and when I put it on, I... Now look here. Considering the events that seem to occur with increasing regularity... Once a month isn't increasing, Atherton. I meant only that the number of times odd... Oh, now look here. We're entirely off-topic... And you shouldn't go about putting strange bits of clothing on. It could have been dangerous. Well, anyway, I had to get milk from a lion. Lion S. You're right. I, I did rather wonder about that. Maudlin. Series 2, Episode 8. Featuring the voice talent of Mark Kavita as Percy Atherton. It was lovely of the writer to fit me in at the end. <laughs> Our female listeners would hound me else. Oi! I liked you! Peter Franson as John Westbrook. You may talk about your Clementine and sing of Rosalie, but the Yellow Rose of Texas is the only girl for me. David MacGyver as Nigel Worsley. I do believe the troll frightened him off. Bruce Fosby as Lord David Cecil. She is rather formidable. Christina Boyd, as the troll. Who only wanted a bit for me supper? If you want him, come through me first. Miss Roberts, lovely of you to join us. Fiona Thrall, as Sophie Roberts. I propose a toast to Miss Roberts. Oh, that's sweet. Written, cast, and directed by Alexa Chipman. Produced, engineered, and co-directed by Stevie K. Farnaby. Music by Spare Parts at bfv.com slash spareparts. And also from Southern Horizon at southern-horizon.com. Please visit their websites to purchase the entire albums. Has the troll gone? In here now, young man. Oh, and David Drage as Maudlin President George Gordon. Not a chance. 
Do not take it personally, madam. Uh-oh. Where did the president get to? You don't think... Remember, BrokenSea.com is your address for more behind-the-scenes of Maudlin and other audio drama offerings. This is not in any way affiliated with Maudlin College and is for entertainment purposes only. Released in 2009. Don't go away yet! The cast has put together a special tribute to Fiona Thrall, who you'll know as Sophie Roberts. We're all extremely excited for her because she has had a beautiful baby girl recently. So, here is what some of the cast has to say for her. Hello, Karis. This is your Uncle Mac over in America. Welcome to the planet. Yes, even though I'm not actually related to your mom or your dad, we are indeed a type of family. We're part of the Broken Sea Audio family. And because of that, you have aunts and uncles all over the entire world. So that's an extra cool thing that not a lot of kids can actually have. I'm sure one day when you're older, your mom will tell you all about us. And maybe, once you have this whole language thing down, you can actually join your mom and the rest of us in making all kinds of new, fun audio plays. So congratulations to you, Fiona and Justin. I have no doubt your new daughter is gonna be a star. Well, hey, Fiona, I heard you popped one out. Whew! <laughs> Glad that wasn't me. Congratulations, and Karis better hang on, because life is one wild ride. Yee-haw! I'll have a steak pie, please, Miss Roberts. Miss Roberts? What do you mean she's on maternity leave? So, I mean, Miss Roberts has had a baby. It's not mine, is it? Congratulations, Fiona. Congratulations, Miss Roberts, on this joyous addition to your family. Congratulations, Fiona. It's Bruce. Uh, and I can say uh, that today, to really damage that famous old poem, there is joy in Maudville. Just taking a moment to congratulate Miss Fiona Thrale, our Sophie Roberts, on the arrival of her wonderful, beautiful baby girl. Welcome to the ranks of parenthood. Hi, this is Paul W. Campbell, just wishing congratulations to Fiona and Justin on the arrival of the new baby, Keras. Fiona, Justin, huge congratulations to you both on your new arrival. Um, I just know that Karis is going to bring so much love and joy to your lives. I truly am delighted for you both. And Karis, a hearty big welcome to the Maudlin family. <laughs> it's with great pleasure that Alexa and I dedicate this episode to you. Like Maud, may your life always be filled with magic and wonder. Great friends and most of all, here's to a ton of laughs along the way. For Karis. <laughs> <laughs> 